So every time you read scripture where Jesus is doing something or saying something, I want you to just pay attention. The specifics, the specifics, Jesus is speaking in the spirit. He said only the man of the spirit will understand the things of the spirit. So in growing our spirit man, let us realize that we need to be men and women of the spirit so that we can understand when the man of the spirit, the one that came from heaven himself, only he that comes from heaven gives life. Let us recognize when he is giving us life through his word. Amen. Can you read verse 16 again, please? And would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. So even the carriers, you know, can you see? I just want you to see that Jesus is very specific about removing every voice that is standing against, you know, the kingdom of God dwelling in your life. That is standing against the temple of God being established, which is you being established in righteousness, in holiness, in purity, in love. See, these are all the things, even the, the, the carriers, you know, the agents that carry. You know, I, I would liken one of the carriers to, to, to like uh, the, the, the DNA, the DNA we carry. And we read in the previous verse in, in, in Acts, we saw that they were inclined. He said you were inclined. He told the, uh, the Israelites, Stephen told the Israelites that you are inclined to resist the Holy Spirit just like your fathers did. So there is an inclination in the bloodline. You know, I was speaking to somebody whose family line they have in their bloodline um, they said that I think it was their, like their very their ancestors. They had this ability where they were able to put their soul in an animal. They would use the animal in their spiritual stuff. You know that that clearly is not of the kingdom of God. But when that animal was stuck, sometimes they would be caught in a trap, or you know they fight with other animals and they get scratches. You literally see that person, that ancestor, wake up with a scratch. On their body you know so because of that kind of bloodline there was more inclination for other people in the bloodline to to just tether towards you know anything that is not of God towards a false um, towards either witchcraft or even if they are in the Lord even if they choose the Lord they have a tendency to be more interested in the demonic you know because there's a carrier in the bloodline. There's a carrier in the bloodline that it makes us inclined to. You know, you hear cases of people who are addicts. Most of them, you know, their parents were addicts. You hear about smokers. You say, okay, their parents were smokers. You know, there's all this. Okay, then when we talk about sickness and diseases, you know, we know it flows. It's a carrier in the bloodline. If there's diabetes in the family, you know, it tends to, you know, go on like that if it skips a generation it will show up in another generation these are the kind of carriers that jesus came to destroy because all of this falls short of what the temple of the lord is supposed to be and that is why we are pressing in into to make sure that this temple is housing only god and not giving room for these merchants to come and you know present their offerings to us you know all this looks good. All this looks shiny. Oh, you definitely need this in your life. You cannot do without this. You know, Jesus was very mad 
mad that all of that was happening in God's temple. And it wasn't just the physical temple. It was us. Because we'll see in the, in the last um, verse, you know, how he, 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 he really said, he said that his, his, his temple, his house would be a house of prayer. And that's powerful right there. That prayer is what this temple is called to engage in. Prayer is what we offer before the Lord. That is the only thing we engage. That, that is the constant in our life that will pull out all this other crazy business trying to go on in our life. Whether we choose them or whether they are just flowing through our bloodline. Amen. So um, I just want somebody to read the last um, scripture. I think it's Proverbs. With his mouth, the godless destroys his neighbor. Yes. Through knowledge, the righteous escape. So powerful. So powerful. So right now we're gaining knowledge of how to escape, right? But we know now that even by words... Just by the use of words, someone can destroy their neighbor. So what are those words? Since from everything we're saying, um, what would you guys say are those words? What is the source? What are the source? What is the source of those words? It's a merchant. So this merchant is really destructive. You know, we think they are just words, but they are not. They are not just words. We are constantly in a spiritual battle. We are constantly in spiritual engagements. That's why someone can use their words and destroy another person. We are seeing it, especially in this election year. We're seeing all the things that are flying here and there. Sometimes you don't even know what is truth anymore. There are forces. They are real. They are engaging in our realm. And many of us are buying into it. And God doesn't want us to engage in all of that because he wants us to stay prayed up. He wants us to stay praying. He doesn't want us to exchange because the devil is selling something. Are we going to buy it? Whether we, we notice it or not, I want us to know that we're buying. We're buying into stuff. There's this whole COVID thing that has been going on. You know, many people have been lonely. Many people have lost so much, you know. Many people have had to rethink their lives and their decisions. And some of them, you know, have decided that they are not good enough to, to remain in this world anymore and are taking their lives. You know, there's crazy stuff happening around. I want you guys to know that we are buying stuff from the merchants. And God does not want us to keep buying stuff from the merchant. He wants this temple to honor him. And in this season, I just want to encourage everyone, stay praying. Stay praying because that is who you were meant to be. You are the house of the Lord for prayer. You know, I had a dream with one of you. I'm not going to tell you who, who you are, but I, we were in a big, um, you know, this big cathedral, you know, big church setting. And, and one of you was like, so Nadia, are you trying to say that God is not here? You know? Like it was like a whole revelation. I'm like, yeah, God is not here. You are like, that. you are like, what? God is not here. I'm like, yeah. Then you kept staring, looking up, looking up. 
you know, at the entire building because of the beauty, you know, the, the, the edifice, the, the magnificence of the, the structure. And it was so shocking and I was just staring at you. And you were like, wow. I said, God is inside you. And even that was like, wow. It, it, it blew your mind away. I'm like, God, you're really saying something. You're really showing us that we need to honor this temple, honor your presence in our lives. Be conscious of the things we are engaging in. There's chaos everywhere. There's fear. There's all these things coming at us, trying to sell stuff at us within this temple. And some of them are not really physical, you know. Some of them are really internal. I mean, all of them are not physical. They are all spiritual. But I'm saying like, for example, if it's fear, you know, it's not something you can tell somebody that, oh, I'm actually afraid. But inside of you, you've already totally engaged that spirit and it's sitting down there inside of you. And you've not realized that even without telling somebody, it's there. You have bought you have exchanged, you know, you have sold your birthright. Prayer is the key and it's a willingness for us to, to, to realize that what we carry is not any little thing to, to play around with. That what we carry is something that was created by God himself. That man cannot create. And God designed this being because he knew that he was going to sit inside of this being. His throne was going to be inside of this being. His footstool was going to be inside this being. And it's not just what we see in the physical. In the spirit, we are huge. We are able to house God. And so when we realize what God has made in you and I, and he's saying this house, this house is a house of prayer, then we will stop looking at other things to, to fill in a void. We will stop feeling short and needy. We'll turn everything to prayer. God gave me um, three groups. He said group one, sometimes when you have searched for so long and you can't find what you're looking for, you just settle. You have to recognize that where you feel short and take that, you have to recognize where that is, where you feel short and take that area to the Lord. A good example to that will be, you know that a guy is abusive, but you have been, you have been sold the idea that you are too old or you are too picky or your standards are too high or you're too uptight. Clearly, you've been told that you're too short. You've fallen short. That is group one. Those who just decide to settle. Group two, they really think they have found what they are looking for. But years down the line or days later, they find that what they really thought um, they wanted was not what they were looking for. You know? This is what happens in many cases when people end up in relationships that, you know, they don't 
you know, it, it gets, it's not great in the end, you know, it doesn't last long or when you go buy something from a dealer and then by the time you come home, you use it after two or three days and then you discover that it wasn't worth it. You know, all of that, you felt short, you felt that you needed that thing so much and you went for it and you thought it was a good deal at first, but it's not, it wasn't a great deal because your experience with it was, you know, was not great at all. Then there's a third group, which is, um, you have been made to feel a loss daily, even when they aren't, um, even when you aren't looking for it, um, you are made to feel like you have, you, you, you're missing something. So when it is presented, you quickly jump for it. You feel there's a need, you have, you need that, you know, even though you should be thankful for God's grace and provision, there's always that voice of the seller telling you that you are short. Everyone falls into one of these categories, and that's why we all crave for affirmation. That is why you can recognize the voice of the enemy come to tear you down. How do you guard yourself from being a victim of any of all three in your spirit life experiences? If you keep finding other solutions, you will never be filled. You just remain in an endless circle of inadequacy. Your spirit is making daily transactions and you can no longer ignore them. It's time to take an in-depth look and see how to make good trading. Jesus was not happy with the exchanges that were going on in, the, in his temple which is you and I. We'll, we'll take this teaching further into next week, you know, because I want us to really see that this is a big part of our spiritual existence and whatever we trade with in the spirit manifests in the physical, you know, because it's not just that we do it in the spirit, but we see that that play out in our life decisions. And the Lord wants to change all of that for us. Sometimes we don't even understand why we're making those decisions. It's because we already traded. It's because there's a carrier in the bloodline. It's because our fathers did some things. And so it's easier for us to be stubborn than to be in line with the Holy Spirit, than to choose the Holy Spirit. They rejected the Holy Spirit. But are we going to reject the Holy Spirit or are we going to choose? Are we going to choose to make this temple a temple that houses God alone and nobody else and nothing else? A temple that can only trade with god you know we'll go to Reve next week i'm sure we'll be able to go to revelations 3 from verse 14 to 18 where jesus was saying that come to me and buy gold you know gold that has been refined in fire you know so uh, it's just it's just a lot for for one teaching and um i just i just hope you guys were able to to get the the whole idea of our spiritual exchanges and tradings in the spirit in the spirit realm um and how that ends up playing up in our playing out in our physical life um amen so let's just pray and um thank god for this this um pointers we thank you lord for this opportunity um let's just come to him by faith let us come to the presence of God by faith. Let us go to his throne. Uh, we have to realize that this throne, not only is it in heaven, 
but this whole throne is inside of us it's just so remarkable so it's like we're carrying the temple into the temple we're carrying the throne of god into the throne of god it's such a union that that just blows my mind away you know so by faith lord we come to you today we thank you lord jesus for choosing us for choosing us that we were trading in, in all of this we were making all these exchanges in the spirit realm but you oh lord jesus came and you were so upset you were upset that the enemy was presenting us with merchandise that we didn't need and be, because of ignorance and because of the bloodline we come from we did not even recognize we don't even recognize that sometimes we're rejecting the holy spirit we don't even recognize that sometimes those lies and those accusations that our neighbor or our friend or somebody has thrown at us is coming from the demonic kingdom to bring forth an exchange to cause us to buy into those lies to buy into those things lord today we identify our need for you that whenever we lose someone we lose something we know that the enemy is trying to make us feel short but we will not feel short because we have the fullness of god living inside of us and so we choose to pray even when it's so hard to pray in those moments even when we don't even recognize that this is a time to engage you in prayer so that you can fill up that, you can fill up that, that short, you can fill up that emptiness, that inadequacy. Lord, we ask that you make us a people of prayer, that we will not give up. But that we will be sensitive to who we are in the spirit. And before we begin to make any decision, even in the physical, we will first think, what are we, what are we trading into? What exchange is taking place right now? And so, Lord, we ask that you continue to build in us, Lord. Build in us your kingdom. Build in us your spirit. Grow in us your spirit. Cause us to continue to have visions and revelations and dreams and victory stories, Lord. And to speak in tongues and all the giftings of the Holy Spirit that will grow us up, Lord. I ask, Lord, for this amazing women and men here, Lord, that you will begin to grow us, Lord. That you will grow this temple to be a edifice that will glorify you and will trade only with you that your spirit will rule and reign in each one of our lives and we thank you father because you are our comfort you are our sustainers you are enough for us we thank you lord because in this season we choose to pray we choose to continue to pray that this temple will be called the house of god in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.